Hello and welcome to Euphoria, a podcast all about the great glam and garish from Eurovision past. My name is Roland Bodnam and as ever I am joined by a woman who, when I asked her if she'll miss me when I move to America, she said, rather nonchalantly, ooh ah, just a little bit. <laughs> it's Isabel Chillman. Hi. Hi Isabel. Oh, I miss you more than a little oh, bit. Mate. No. Oof, it's, don't, don't, no. let's not talk about it yet. Um, <laughs> how are you doing Isabel? You've had a in funny week, haven't you? Funny week. I've got wisdom teeth coming through oh, and one's God. infected. So now I'm on antibiotics, which means that annoyingly for the last ever UK podcast that we're doing for the foreseeable, I cannot drink. Boo. Because you know, when you're on antibiotics and everyone goes, oh, but it's, you can drink. It's just that thing where you do it so that you don't for, you don't forget to take your antibiotics. No, there's no, certain no. antibiotics you cannot drink you on. Drink I'm on. annoyingly on one of them, so I can't have any booze. But good news is... What's that? Dentist said the rest of my teeth were exceptional. Wow. Exceptional, ladies and gentlemen. Isabel Chilman, so exceptional teeth. teeth. Twice a day, every day. Wow, good work. Well, Thank on that you. note, uh, rather than offering you a bottle of wine, because uh, <laughs> really we, we can't, we can't. This episode, would you like a lovely glass of rosé Schlier? Oh my goodness, yes! What a lovely colour. <laughs> I know, right? Well, they've rebranded the front, haven't they? I know they've made it look they've made classier. it more sexy. Yeah, it's like a sexy Schlier. So the dots are bubbles. Yeah, the dots are bubbles. That's nice. And it's basically since nineteen. 19- Wow. I swear it's only been around since the like 97. They rebranded, didn't they, for like wine for not wine people. It's just grape juice. Fizzy grape juice. Oh, just, I nearly, just you know, I nearly did it off mic. Really? That's all wine is anyway, isn't it? Just grape juice. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Hope it makes a good noise. Oh, no, no fizz. Is just it just a fizzy? Well, yeah, but not as like, it's not as like pumped oh. up as a bottle. You no, know I keep forgetting to do it near Mike. This is terrible. Here we go. Wow, we're all <laughs> we're let down today, so aren't we? Oh, it looks nice, guys. Yeah, like, the colour's lovely. Yeah, Thanks, love. yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's, oh, it's sweet. It's very sweet, isn't it? Oh, Jesus. Uh, That's almost as sweet as that. Was it, was it Moldovan? Uh, yeah, God, yeah, that was very sweet. Um, it's time for a bit of... Eurovision News. Do you have any? Nope. Um... <laughs> No, there's no, it's been a bit of a quiet week, couple of weeks. Uh, oh, no, I've got one. Um, one of our favourites from this year, 26, 2017, mm-hmm. um, uh, Yodelit. Oh, yeah. Won in Romania's Rada de Media Awards, uh-huh. Song of the Year. Oh, <laughs> it's song, it is Song of the Year. It is Song of it the Year. It is Song of the Year all over the globe, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, good for them yeah. they deserve it yeah they really do yeah. song of the year good for them well done also one report is saying Yulia Samolova who is the centre of the Russia Ukraine controversy last year mm. uh, says that she's uh, still waiting for news on Lisbon I wonder if oh. Russia are going to enter her this year because Ooh. remember we were saying that we felt like she was a bit of a pawn in a yeah. Russia Ukrainian oh, chess was. game they're not going to enter her now. No. They did it on purpose so. last year. They're not going to enter uh, Yeah, so, I mean... I'd be very surprised if they did. Yeah, they might do, but um, if they did, they won't win, win many points. <laughs> she wasn't great. She, she wasn't good, sing. was she? She sing. No, um, absolutely not. Okay, so time for time now for some any other business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have an email, an email, a new uh, emailer. Wow, you've waited a bit late, long, haven't you? Long you are. time listener, first time Bloody emailer. Hell. Uh, this is uh, from someone called Zach. And Zach says, Roland, Isabel. Hi. 
Hi. Just writing in to congratulate you on the bang up 10 star job you two are doing, keeping Aww. me entertained on my Thursday morning commutes. Oh, lovely. Zach here from North America, more specifically, Chicago. I could have guessed he was North American with a name like Zach. Yeah, Zach. Mm. Uh, more specifically, Chicago, but born and raised in Nebraska. Ooh. To my knowledge, I'm the second Nebraskan to write into you, <laughs> which is interesting for an, <laughs> for an int- uh, international European-focused LGBT-friendly podcast <laughs> to have a fan base from the mostly rural Midwest state. Uh, must account for the increase in country music entries at Eurovision of late. Thanks, Common Lynettes. Anyway, just writing to warn 2018 Eurovision attendees that if they see an American in Lisbon in May crying in a puddle of my own tears, it'll be me. My amazing fiance Phil surprised me on my 30th birthday birthday with tickets to Lisbon so that they can attend the grand final. Phil, you little gem. What a great birthday present. eh? I know, it feels great. Um, So, Isabel... We're stopping off in London for a few days before Lisbon, so perhaps I'll see you shimmying those elbows and shoulders in a London club while a Laureen song plays in the background. Zach, get in touch, mate. <laughs> Let me know them dates. I'll uh, take you out. <laughs> Roland, best of luck in NYC. A word to the wise about Americans. We're exactly as we say on the tin. Bold, <laughs> brash, and selfish at times, but get to know the right people and you'll be just fine. Plus... An accent will get you a hell of a long way out oh, here. Oh yeah, and doesn't he know yeah. it? <laughs> I've been I've been practicing my. Gonna be hamming it yeah. up. Hello there. <laughs> um, and don't just stick to the coasts. Come see what our interiors have to offer. Don't read too much into that. <laughs> Oh, Uh, oh, Zach. Zach, I like you. Yeah. I'll close by saying that I'm extremely happy you two intend to keep up the podcast while you're separated. I can't imagine not having my weekly dose of Isabel's insanely charming cackles and Roland's (laughs) body convulsing bangers. Keep it up, loveys. Zach from North America, specifically Chicago, by way of Nebraska. Oh, Zach, you absolute babe. Lovely stuff. Great email, Zach. Oh, that is a great email. Um,. Yeah. And on that note, should we say, should we just re- well, let's reiterate that this is the last UK-based podcast. Yes. And this is the last podcast for a little bit. We're going to do the same thing we did earlier in the year after Eurovision. We'll have a little break. You know, Rodan's moving country. It's then going to be Christmas. There's a lot on. Yeah. I'm, I'm permanently sweaty and tired, mm. um, as is Roland. You know we're a sweaty, mm, we're a sweaty pair. Bunch. We're a sweaty pair. It's probably a good job we're going to be on different sides of the Atlantic from <laughs> now on. Spread but, the sweat. Um, spread, just spread that sweat around <laughs> a little bit more. Lovely. Um, so we're going to have a little break for a while, but we will be back. We will be back next season. You know, it might change a little bit in yeah. terms of, you know, how the show works. Yeah. Just because we've got to work on different continents. Yeah. We're able to do this still. But... We will fundamentally be back in the new year and the podcast will still be freaking awesome. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we have... We have... <laughs> the, the, like, Jim Roland is so tired. He said that clearly with, like, not much enthusiasm in his voice. Let's move on. Just say, yeah, stay tuned. It'll be all, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have another we never have another email um, however it's an email from our lovely uh, one of the fan favourites Jaime hi Jaime hi Jaime hi Jaime um, it was an email we received a few days ago and then yesterday just before recording it was a good job we recorded sort of a day later than we mm. normally do because yesterday we re- received a tweet from Jaime saying um, 
uh, I was really drunk uh, <laughs> when I sent you that email. Please don't read it out on air. So we've read it and we really enjoy it, but uh, we won't read it we out there. We won't embarrass you, No, me. just know that, that, that we've read it and we've seen it. You were drunk. <laughs> and you were drunk, yeah. Yeah, but thanks. Anyway, Jaime, if you want to send us a uh, an, uh, drunk email that we don't read out on air, that's fun to receive too. So please yeah, do. Yeah, always. Euphoriapodcast at gmail.com. We won't be reading them out on air for a couple of months, but keep sending them in yeah we've got time to fill up the mailbag yeah exactly yeah. get them in early mate yeah. come on we'll yeah. read them out in chronological order so you get his one first it will be read out in two months time yeah. very late yeah so maybe don't make it time specific no but just tell us just stuff fun specific yeah fun specific we love fun specific <laughs> um last email is from a uh woman called imogen and imogen. if you remember remember imogen is our teenager from London oh, emailer, yes. listener. Uh, so Imogen writes, so you re- you may remember a few months ago, I wrote in saying I was going to write a song. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've also noticed, no, no song. song. <laughs> well, I have an explanation. Mm-hmm. I've spent many hours on GarageBand, <laughs> and bless you for doing that, and <laughs> discovered my musical talent is absolutely zero. <laughs> I've produced nothing that would even get to Eurovision, let alone get past the semis. Good for you for admitting that, Imogen. There's no shame in admitting defeat. (laughs) I mean, maybe I should have admitted that a long time ago, but there you go. Uh, Many, many apologies, Roland. You have my sincere applause for making a song every week. Nevertheless, I'll continue to send in correspondence. Love the show. Keep up the good work. And actually, uh, Imogen hasn't sent in a song, but she is the first person to record something for us and send it in. Would you like to listen? I would. Thank you very much. A message from Imogen. Here we go. Hi, Isabel and Roland. Just wanted to say good luck to Roland on his move to New York. And remember, there's only seven months till Eurovision. Love from Imogen. Oh, Imogen, what a lovely voice. I know. That's funny listening. Having a little listen to our listeners. So on that note then, in terms of the songs, like we we said it was going to happen. Oh no. All those, all those, Gifts, all those prizes. Do I have to take them to New York with me? You're getting set on fire, mate, aren't <laughs> oh, they? No. Burn them in a bit. No, absolute jokes. I am going to pack all them up and take them down to the, my nearest charity shop oh, down good the road for, you too. for me in Dalston. Um, I love them very dearly, so I'm going to take all that stuff down there. So they will get um, <laughs> someone in Dalston is going to really enjoy um, a Wi-Fi karaoke microphone and Michelle McManus workout DVD. Yeah, absolutely. Good for them. Uh, I mean, it's nice to have a clear out, isn't it? It was useful for that, (laughs) if nothing else. (laughs) Completely, yeah. Uh, Yeah, we piled them into a box and uh, and there we go. There you are. Okay, shall we move on? I want a story, mate. Let's move on to a lovely story, shall we? Yeah. Let's let's crack on with it. Uh, Last one for a while, but I think it's a good one. Mm -hmm. So here we go. I'll just begin. Albano Carissi and Romina Power great names, were true examples of a fairy tale couple. Albano was a fairly small, inconspicuous man who grew up in a poor southern Italian family. Um, He always wore a suit with heels to help with his height. Romina (laughs) Romina was an elegant and beautiful woman from a wealthy Italian family. She had a good two inches of height, at least on Albano, with long brown hair and doe eyes. She really was a picture of beauty (laughs) Um, as one article I read said uh, that they were an unequal pair perhaps precisely because of this they seemed so genuine for what except true love 
would have brought these two together. Uh, Beautiful. Tinder maybe? Tinder maybe, but not in 1967, which is when they met. Just true love. Just true love, that's the only thing. Nowadays, true love or or a dating app. Yeah, because you can't tell how how many inches you've got on a guy on Tinder, can you? No, I thought, I told you about this. I started dating someone listeners and i'm on our <laughs> the, leading up to the first date i was like I quite fancy him but the only thing i could work out that maybe might be a bit wrong this is very judgy i'm so sorry and no. um, to say this but i thought he might be unforgivably short as i described mm. it i'm five foot two mm. so like i've no problem with like a shorter man yeah but unforgivably short means like my height or below yeah i wear big heels yeah so i need yeah. like, someone who can keep yeah. up with that yeah. turns out fine yeah no he's yeah but, he's- would have been useful if he'd put like a photo of him next to another human. <laughs> well, then you have to—you don't know the height of that human. You need next. They could to, all be tiny. They could all be tiny. You don't or know. Giants. Uh, <laughs> anyway, these pair didn't met on Tinder. No. They met on a movie set in 1967. Snazzy. Where slightly weirdly, Albano was playing Romina's father. Oh. Only playing. Uh, the pair bonded and fell in love. Their respective families actually disapproved quite strongly of the relationship. Um, However, true love can't be swayed, and the pair married just three years later in Salino San Marco. Both Albano and Romina were professional singers as well as actors and had released music as solo artists. However, they decided they wanted to share their love of music and of one another with the world and became an official pop duo in 1975, creating their own record label and releasing their first album as a duo known as Atto One. Atto One. Atto One. So they were at least expecting to do Atto Two as well. It's it's bold going in with a with a one, isn't it? Because you're like, if it goes to shit, you then it's just just Atto the only one. Just one year later, the pair decided, as the fact that they were European pop stars, it was time to do the only thing a European pop star is destined to do. Mm. And that is to enter the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, mate. After performing in the San Remo Music Festival, the pair got through and performed their song, We'll Live It All Again, in Stockholm. After a solid effort... That from- wasn't the song title name. No, We'll Live It we'll All live Again. We'll Live It All Again in Stockholm. Although that sounds fun. <laughs> that's that's uh, great. <laughs> no, it was in Stockholm and they sang We'll Live It All Again. <laughs> Uh, after a solid effort from the pair, the results came through, and in the final standings, Italy came in seventh out of 18, no. with 69 points. So it's not so bad. You know, it's seventh. It's okay. It's not embarrassing. It's not embarrassing, no. Over the next decade, their career continued its upward trajectory, with one song, uh, Felicita, selling over 6 million copies and receiving the German Golden Globe in 1982. Wow. Yeah. Um, then in 1985, they couldn't resist the urge any longer and decided to take one last crack at winning the prize, which had eluded them all this time. They re-entered the Eurovision Song Contest, this time with a song, not Man Oh Man, ah! but Magic Oh Magic. <laughs> Shall we have a little listen to Magic Oh Magic? Yes, please. I'm also going to show you it because her outfit, I think you'll be insanely jealous of her I outfit. I love magic. Magic, oh magic, 
so good. Right? Can that be our Eurovision outfits next year? Because his suit has like silvery lines I know, down that's it. Gonna be hard to. And she looks like a sweetie rapper. She does look like a sweetie. You can tell rapper. that's mid eighties from looking at their outfits. Very, I mean, especially it's... the backing singers. Bang! Oh my god, the backing singers. One are... of them's dressed like a like a dodgy eighties bride. bride. Yeah, really. Like it is. It is clearly like when you know when a bride makes her bridesmaids dress in like really bad dresses. Mm. Clearly, Romina just went. No, you guys wear this. <laughs> you, you will look hideous and not match. <laughs> I'm gonna look it fabulous. Is, I think. Did they make the Italian flag out of the colours of their dresses? Let's have a look. Uh, yes, yes, they did. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Um, so, yeah, that was Magic Go Magic. I quite like that song. Magic, magic Go magic. magic. Yeah, I'm into uh, it. It's quite nice. Yeah, very 80s, but yeah. Uh, actually, the audience uh, liked it too, but not quite enough to give them the victory. This time, they got 78 points, but came seventh. Oh. <laughs> so it didn't improve on the place, but improved on the points. Come on, guys. I know, I know. Uh, this didn't stop their fairy tale pairing from living the dream life. They carried on their singing careers and lived on a large estate in the beautiful southern Italian region of Salino San Marco, where they got mm. married. Uh, and they had their four children with them and they all lived very, very happily. Uh, the end. Good the story, end. Roland. Bit brief, but all right, I'll <laughs> okay. take it. I kind of, reading it now, I kind of hope that was the end because things are about to get quite dark. Oh God! Uh, so I'm quite emotional today. I so know. I don't know if so I can just deal with this. We'll, give me the shlag. <laughs> give me the shlag. So let's. So this vision of perfection was soon to be fairly rocked. However, when tragedy was about to strike the family, uh, Albano and Romina's eldest daughter was called Elena Carisi. Uh, she was born very early into the relationship um, and Yelena began following in her parents' footsteps, appearing in the movie In Paradise and was also the person who turns around the letters in the first series of the Italian version of Wheel of Fortune. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a good That's a good, that's a good job, pay. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in 1987, she also began her singing career. She released a duet with her mother. Uh, it was a song called Abbey Faith. Um, in the early 90s, Yelena began studying literature at King's College London. Uh, she soon started to get itchy feet and began to formulate a plan to travel the world alone with only a backpack and her diary. Yelena mm. 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 began. Why am I getting nervous? Yelena mm. mm. began her travels in South America, very happily traveling from town to town, country to country. Uh, around Christmas time, 1993, Yelena's younger brother, Yari, uh, decided to pay a surprise visit to Yelena. Uh, and he went to Belize, where he knew she last was. However, when he arrived, he was told by hotel staff that she had left just hours before and had headed to New Orleans, uh, a city in which she had been just a few months before on a trip that the whole family made together. On December 30th and 31st, Yelena made two phone calls to her family. The first ended abruptly after a short row with her father, Albano, who'd become upset by the fact that she'd returned to the city of New Orleans, as when they all went there together earlier, Yelena had befriended this street trumpeter who went by the name of Masicala, who'd always made Albano and Romina feel very uncomfortable. Oh. The second phone call with her mother was much calmer and peaceful and they wish each other a happy new year and look forward to the year ahead. Uh, so that was December 31st. Albano Chris's uh, suspicions were sadly 
uh, correct, as Yelania was in fact staying in the Ledale Hotel together in New Orleans with Masakala. Um, Albano's concerns also rang true as Masakala um, also had prior convictions for drugs and sexual abuse. Uh. There are reports as well that Masakala was presenting himself as some sort of like modern spiritually enlightened guru. Oh, um, anyone who thinks they're spiritually enlightened. And like a guru. You know that they are a dangerous piece Just of crap. Yeah. Um, apparently, Yelania started calling him master and uh, saying that he had opened completely new intellectual horizons. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Master. Oh. Yeah. Anything, anything. Oh, no. Okay. But it's culty. That I mean, that is cult. Like, it's a very small cult, but it's that cult. That is culty. Like, yeah, it is culty. Do you know what I saw, read yesterday when I was reading about all this stuff that's going on with Harvey Weinstein and Rose McGowan and stuff? Yeah. And um, she was she was raised in a cult. Oh, was she? So her dad was the leader of a cult in Europe, oh. and she was removed by her grandmother. I haven't found all the full oh details about this yet. I don't know if she's cause she's writing like a memoir at the moment, wow. so I think it's probably going to be included in that. But her grandmother, basically, when she was in her like um, when she was still a child, maybe like uh, early teens, mm. um, basically like broke her out, removed her from it. Wow, bloody hell, crazy, yeah. They're so, they are bloody dangerous when you start calling people master. Uh, on January 6th, the owner of the hotel, a woman called Cindy Dale, stated that she last saw Yelania as she walked out of her room at midday, leaving almost all of her personal belongings, including her passport and diary, behind. Uh, and Cindy never saw her return. Masakala himself stayed in the hotel room until January 14th, he checked out of the room using Yelania's passport and attempted to pay for the room using her traveller's cheque. It was at this point that the hotel staff called the police, who accosted Masakala, uh, and he initially claimed he did not know where Yelania was, but he believed she was fine. No, yeah, no one, like, who's going to believe know, that? I don't know where she is, but I she's I don't know fine. where she is, but she's okay. Yeah, it's like, well... I've no clue. She hasn't taken a passport or money, but I'm guessing she's, she's okay. Yeah. She's doing fine out there with no money, no passport, and well, no one around her. If you're a spiritual guru, I guess you know these things. Spiritual twat. <laughs> okay. Um, just a, yeah, just a couple of weeks later, Masakala's former fiancé reported him for rape. And that meant that the police had warrants to further investigate uh, further investigate him. He was arrested on January 31st. However, he was released less than two weeks later due to lack of evidence. Ugh. At which point, he disappeared. Fleeing from New Orleans and leaving Yelania's family devastated at the loss of their main suspect. The most reliable witness in this case was uh, a man named Albert Cordova, who was a night watchman at the Audubon Aquarium of the Americas. He claimed to have seen a blonde woman being thrown into the Mississippi on the night of the 6th of January. Oh my God. He initially identified her as a missing 15-year-old. However, when she was found alive and well, he was shown a recent photo of Yelania and confirmed that she matched his description. Albano... Carissi began to believe this man's story, particularly when he heard the description that before entering the water, the woman had exclaimed, I belong to the waters, which is a phrase Yelania had used to shout when diving in water as a child. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. Like, as a parent, that must be the worst thing you can hear. 
Ay, ay, ay. Okay, keep going. Sorry, your, <laughs> your antibiotics I mean, I'm, are like... I'm like, I'm very weirdly excited that you found a Eurovision murder. I know. But also, this is it, a lot. Like, now I'm like, as I was writing, I was like, I found a Eurovision murder, but Final I kind of wish series. I didn't. <laughs> this is intense, guys. Um, Stick over, with it. Yeah, over the years, more and more damning reports of Masakala's abuse came out, with one woman in particular announcing that she herself was the victim of mental and physical violence by the man. Oh, isn't, isn't that isn't that an odd thing to hear that when one woman says that a man has been mentally and physically abusive mm. towards them that afterwards other, other, women other women say that this man has been yeah. mentally and physically abusive towards them isn't that an odd theme yeah that's uh, never hear that <laughs> never heard that before no. yeah <laughs> it must be the exception oh yeah oh yeah um so uh, a fellow musician also described masakala as and these are pretty damning words a violent coward who treats women very badly he uses violence and then draws them back in with his charismatic speeches mm. he's the worst kind of man or human well that's i mean it's not i mean it is that's that's that is the same so say that say that description again yeah. and actually i i'm with you on this he uses violence and then draws them back in with his charismatic speeches any woman or man who has been in a, uh, a, a an abusive relationship yeah. of any sorts, whether it is physical, emotional, psychological, whatever aspect, with with a man, that is the exact uh, description of it. Mm -hmm. They lure you back in every single time by being charismatic and charming and making you think that you were just being ridiculous mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. their previous behaviour. So yeah. it's that is that is not a he is, that is not a standalone. Um, he's not a standalone person no, in, that, in that aspect. That is a that is a theme for for abusive men. Yeah, yeah. Um, throughout the world, throughout Completely. the histories of time, they will use their charisma to um to be able to get away with yeah. it time and time again. Yeah, yeah. fuck. That's some, that's and that sentence sums that up very well. Yeah. As with any uh, missing persons case, where and I'll say now where a body was never found, there have also been numerous sightings of yeah. Eulania throughout the years. So there were reports of her living in the Dominican Republic, which were written by a Spanish reporter in 2005. In 2011, it was re weirdly uh, stated by the New Orleans police chief uh, that Eulania was living in a convent in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, in an interview, Albano called this news shameful speculation containing not a bit of truth. Mm. Um, the whole saga put strains on Albano and Romina's relationship, obviously. Um, Albano seemed to accept the eyewitness report uh, as a description of his daughter. Romina, on the other hand, held out more hope and continued searching for her lost daughter. She began to search for her daughter through many TV appeals and TV shows both at home in Italy and abroad. Um, this conflict of belief of, of what happened ultimately destroyed the happiness of the couple, leading Albano and Romina to divorce in Aww. 1999 and, and leading to a fairly messy and angry separation, which was like only perpetuated by dirt throwing in the media oh christ um this separation meant that the pair no longer performed with one another instead they retired into privacy and relative obscurity albano became a winemaker in the south of italy and romina moved to the united states and found peace in buddhism in 2014 albano pushed for the italian courts to legally declare Yelania as dead so that she could finally be put to rest 
and this was proved this proved successful despite her mother's claim that she could still be alive oh, i mean that's so got to be the hardest thing to do but i think at that point you kind of have to accept yeah. it don't you um as recently as November 2015, the case seemed to warm up once again when it was reported that a Canadian serial killer, Keith Hunter Jesperson, who goes by the really, really creepy as hell name, Happy Face Killer. Oh. Uh, yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, recognized, he recognized the photo of Yelania and claimed it to be one of his victims. He identified her as uh, Suzanne, which was a pseudonym often used by Elania. Albano flew to the US to take a DNA test with the unidentified remains of the woman, who did actually match very closely descriptions of Elania at the time, down to remains of the clothes which were found nearby. Sadly, the DNA test failed to match a connection between the remains and Albano. Meanwhile... Albano and Romina have actually begun tentatively performing together once again. Uh, they joined each other on a stage in Moscow in 2013. Now, they don't speak very publicly about their personal relationship mm. and, you know, uh, everything that they've been through. However, it has been seen to be understandably strained with such sad circumstances surrounding their breakdown of their marriage. However, as one article put it, when they stand side by side on stage and sing Felicita together, it almost seems as if part of their happiness returns, at least for the fans. And let's take a look at one of their more recent performances. glorious yeah she does look glorious that's so oh my goodness i mean them to be able to after all of that yeah they've gone through yeah uh over so many years to be able to stand on stage and hold hands and sing together yeah take that must take a lot an awful awful lot that, I mean, that's a story. I know it's a real bummer. Jeez. But I mean, we found a Eurovision <laughs> murder. Eurovision murder. Jesus, I don't know if you did it. Write one again. But oh my go. God. That's insane. How did you find Unsolved that? as well. Dug around. I think well, I, I, I uh, darkly entered in Eurovision tragedy in German in German Google. <laughs> and it came <laughs> up with God. an Italian story. Uh, yeah, no, we found one unsolved wow. too unsolved i mean we know who it was yeah but let's solve it <laughs> let's solve it he, he, season three euphoria we're gonna solve a murder i think massacala is still around i think i heard like 2013 he's still about watch out for him don't say that oh my <laughs> I god don't mean it like that i mean jesus <laughs> guys watch out there's a murderer still around there's a, there's a abuser. might get you uh yeah happy face killer's locked up though happy face killer that's He's creepy as hell away. did you see in the news today about that uh in japan oh god Ooh. how many dismembered bodies were found in a house nine. Oh my god there was heads in cooler boxes oh i didn't read that i only Ooh. read the headline oh bloody hell yeah that's horrible and i was saying to my mate john earlier that i was like obviously it's horrific obviously it's like just so unbelievably yeah. horrific yeah part of me though is as soon as i saw it was like 
give it two or three years, there'll be an amazing Netflix documentary oh slash podcast about this. <laughs> you need the two or three years, but yes, that absolutely Give it a couple of be. years. That absolutely will be. There'll be something phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's bad. I'm sorry. But I'm so you know, sorry. No, but that's dark. the thing is you do want to know the story behind it, right? Yeah, I really want to. It is. I mean, so It's many... to understand. This is the thing. This is like why people love true crime. Why everyone's big on it at the moment. Yeah. The whole My Favourite Murder stuff and, and Serial and, you know, that, that and I'm interested. I'm fascinated in it. And it's not out of like a I want to do that I want to do a murder it's understanding how someone can do a murder like understanding the human brain well enough to get why someone would do that in the in a a context I think largely of like if I understand why someone would do it it'll never happen to me yeah I'll never get murdered you you see the signs and you do all that and and, exactly and just yeah exactly comprehending something that is so like incomprehensible like doing that to someone Ugh. Oh, Ugh. makes you feel Ugh. weird, doesn't it? Good story, though, mate. All good right, story. story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. It was, it was, yeah, it was all Jesus. good. <laughs> Should we do a song now? Let's, let's, do we do, need to... let's do a song. Don't have it be a stabby one. It's not a, stab- not a fun, not like festival a clap, fun, no. fun one. No, don't worry, no. <gasps> no, let's do the song. So actually, I've said before, it's always interesting where I get my inspiration from. Sometimes from the world around me. Sometimes from other songs that I hear. Um, sometimes I just I I don't know where they come from. It comes from totally out of nowhere. This week, sometimes it's just it seems as if it's just placed like, <laughs> in his brain by God. by God. I don't know. It's like it's like a gift or something. It's just <laughs> it it just appears. Um, well, this week I I've, I've got no idea no idea where this uh, inspiration came from. But this song this song's about two people two people who became extremely good friends. <laughs> And who bonded over some common ground, <laughs> perhaps a TV show, maybe a, a big music event, maybe even a Europe-wide music competition. <laughs> but then one of the two people had to go away for some reason. No! <laughs> so I've written a song from the perspective of this random person who's having to go away oh. and wants to tell his friend what she means oh, to him. Oh, don't! <laughs> Stop it! So this song is about, is called... Farewell, but not goodbye. (laughs) Are you you ready? Okay. Okay, here we go. So it's over before we knew it. Well, I'm so glad that we both went through it. And now it's my time to spread my wings and fly. But friend, you should know We're never gonna need to say goodbye But please say farewell Don't say goodbye As you watch me Single day, I know I'm leaving pretty soon, but 
while we're still here in this room we just got time to say it again please say farewell don't say goodbye as you watch me leave there's no need to cry because even when there's seas between us you always are my That was a song called Farewell But Not Goodbye by oh, me. Oh, Roland. I've done a song about us. You did a song about us. Second official song, official song that's ever been written about me. Oh, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potentially third. We don't know, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> See about uh, that. Yeah. First yeah. one I think that's ever been made. Well done, mate. Yeah. I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> I sort of, I was, yeah. I mean, bearing in mind, I did this half on the plane back from Las Vegas, half while Showing I was moving off. out of my house. And in between. I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses. The message is there. The message is the there. The message is there, mate. It's beautiful. It was terrible, but beautiful. Yeah, terrible, but beautiful. <laughs> terrible, but beautiful. That's you all over, isn't it? Terrible, terrible but beautiful, but both of Oh, Oh, um, mate. I mean, I, I'm not really bothered about the score. No, me neither. <laughs> just saying thank you. You wrote a note just down. A what nice did you say? Song. No, I didn't write a note down. Oh, I was just switching, my, oh, right, switching okay. on my laptop. Uh, um, I mean, I can score it. Yeah, if you, you want me to. It, yeah, you can give it a score. <laughs> like, give it a score. Give it like a, a sentimentality score. And then, and then a real a one. And score of what it would get. <laughs> so, sen- I mean, sentimentality purposes. I mean, you... you you're hit- I'm hitting the hitting the sentimentals. I mean, probably wife. for like yeah. In, in terms of hitting my sentimentals, yeah, you're batting at a dues, mate. Oh, but I didn't hit. I didn't get full tears on cheeks. That's what I was aiming for. I didn't no, have to, okay. No. So maybe you're at a maybe you're at a ten. Yeah, okay, that's alright. Ten. That's you know, right. I didn't cry. Ten on the sentimentals. Ten on the sentimentals. In terms of actual like <laughs> what it would do at Eurovision, <laughs> uh. like Catra. Four. <laughs> Sorry, is that really? No, that's harsh? fine, mate. I get it. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, I'm just, I'm just glad. That I was, was fucking laughing though. It yeah, was fucking great. Right. <laughs> that was fucking great. Um, no, I, I'm glad that there is a song that exists and a story, even though the story was tr- like devastating <laughs> and the song was devastating for different reasons. Uh, devastating for different reasons. <laughs> so, shall we? Okay, so we're going to reiterate really quickly before we go. We will be back. Wait, 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 wait. Hold your horses, buddy. Uh, oh, yeah. What? You've got something. I've got something to play to you, mate. Shit, okay. So, I've got a little treat for you. A, few, a number of treats what? for you, actually. <laughs> Unfortunately, Imogen usurped this slightly oh. at the beginning. I'm joking, Imogen. You're wonderful and beautiful <laughs> for sending in that wonderful message. I adore yeah. you. Yeah. But, uh, unbeknownst to Imogen, but a few other little messages what sent you in, doing? haven't we? A few other little what messages. What are you doing? Do you want to have a listen to it? What him? have you been doing? Hi, Roland. It's the Reverend here. Just wanted to wish you luck on your move to New York City. You've chosen the right continent to move to, just sadly the wrong country and the wrong side of the continent. 
The West Coast is so much better, I'm afraid. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for all the fun with Euphoria, and I hope you have a great move to New York. Hope to see you sometime. Bye. The Reverend. The Reverend. He has such a good voice as well. I know it really so is good, good, isn't it? It's because he's, he's, he's a public speaker for the yeah, last like speaker. thirty years. Very nice, friendly voice. Really good voice. Oh, thanks, the Reverend. That's he's very not kind. the only one. Hey, Roland, it's Graham calling from San Francisco. I just wanted to say how proud I am that you are following in your fairy godfather's footsteps and heading over the pond to the United States of America. I know you're going to have a fantastic time in New York, and I wish you all the luck in the world. I can't wait to come and visit you over there. You're going to make lots of friends and have a blast. Uh, anyway, as long as you keep doing the podcast, we'll all be kept very happy. So, <laughs> lots of love and hope to see you soon. Graham. Bye. Oh, the lovely Graham. You sneaky so and so getting these these messages. Don't stop yet. So far, people with great voices. Hi, Roland. This is Reggie. <sighs> Have a fabulous time in New York. Watch all the Broadway shows and introduce the wacky and wonderful Eurovision to those Yanks. Love from the Doctor Down Under. Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Reggie's voice was not what I expected. Reggie sounds American. Reggie has. Reggie sounds like a TV star. Yeah. She's yeah, going to be she one does. of those famous doctors on TV. Oh God, yeah. What's the English one? Doctor Christian. Doctor Christian. Yeah. But she's going to be Doctor Reggie. Yeah, Doctor Reggie in Australia, and she's oh going to point God. at people's dirty, rudy bits. You. Now we're listening to the listeners. I know. Still got a few more oh to go. Oh, God. Hey, Roland. This is Jonathan from North America wishing you well on your travels to New York in the coming days. You and your songwriting savvy will definitely be a welcome addition to the States, and I'm so excited to see what the future of your euphoria holds. Best of luck. Shut the front door. Jonathan from North America. <laughs> oh, and it doesn't stop there. Oh, my God. Hey, Roland. Fly on the wings of love to New York, <laughs> and we will all stay here with only teardrops. But no worries. We will rise like a phoenix. Roland, you are the hero of our time. No citation needed. Hallelujah. Viva la diva. Oh my God. Yael. Yeah! Oh my God! Such oh, a cute one! Wow! I know I got another one. Hello, Roland, and I guess also Isabel. Hello, <laughs> um, but more importantly, Roland. Hey! I know. Wow! Shocker. Um, all the best for the journeys ahead for your time in uh, the Big Apple. And I'm gonna—I'm not gonna even listen to this because that's. <laughs> I'm going to hear that on the podcast, possibly. And oh my God, it's going to be so embarrassing. Okay, 30 seconds. That's far too long. Good luck. Mwah. Besos. That, that? that was Thomas That was Thomas Barlow. Oh, wow. Another one of our, another one of our uh, fan favourites. It's so interesting hearing these voices. I know. I didn't... So interesting. So odd. So I wouldn't odd. have thought anyone sounded like this. No. Everyone sounds great. Got another couple for you. Oh, God. Hi, Roland. Daniela here. I just want to say that you are amazing and good luck to moving to the USA and spreading the good word of Eurovision. The lovely Daniela there. Oh, another Daniela. another regular emailer oh. for us. And we're going to end now with someone who's probably going to become a good buddy of yours who <sighs> went down a similar route as one of our uh, previous fans. I think this is my favourite of all the messages. Okay. Hey, Roland. Congratulations on your new job and big move. You and Isabel have turned me into a puppet on a string with your stories over the last year. <laughs> I will never give up on you or this Boom Bang a Bang podcast you've created. You said, believe in me, and like all children of the universe, I said, I can. 
I'm sure Isabel will be a crybaby when you leave and beg you to come back. Just a reminder, you're making your mind up to take one step further into the future away from the bad old days of your teenage life. <laughs> Even if it feels like it sometimes, you're not alone. Anyway, it's my time to go. I'll be flying the flag for you when you arrive. Just remember to save your kisses for me. The wonderful chance, oh the not rapper. rapper. What a gorgeous voice. Wow. I even they... emailed him back saying, You have a lovely voice, chance. <laughs> lovely Maybe voice. I'll start a podcast with chance. There uh, you go, mate. Everyone's wishing <laughs> you well. Oh, thank you, Isabel. That was, <laughs> that was really, really sweet of you. I imagine that took a lot of work. I'll send them all over to you, mate. Did no, you... everyone, you should have like. The speed of the responses. Wow. And I sent a couple of messages out saying, hey, can you send us a message for Roland? Oh. But yeah, I swear, it must have been, maybe it was Daniela. Sent over in about two minutes flat. Oh it was just God, like straight just in, like, yeah. just done, sorted, mate. Absolutely. Oh. Thank you so much, everyone, for doing that. It's very sweet and very kind of you. I was oh. genuinely, I was a little bit overwhelmed when they all came in. Yeah, that's very sweet. Thank you, everyone. I feel, I'm going to take them with me to New York. You should do. You can do. Yeah, I will do. Well, Don't need any extra packing. No, they're they're digital files. Oh, uh, yeah, so like funky yeah. and digital. <laughs> oh no, genuinely, everyone, thank you so much. That does genuinely mean a lot. And um, also, thank you all for listening to this season because yes. it's uh, been a lot of fun and been a lot of fun having you all involved. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so we are gonna we are gonna we are doing more. We, we are, are doing, doing more. more. This is not the end. Roland is leaving in like two days' time. He's going to New York. We're having a break, yeah. But we're doing this all again in 2018 for the for the Eurovision season. So we Hell will be leading yeah. up to Eurovision. So there will be proper Eurovision news pretty much from the word go by that point. Well, let's be careful about what we promise <laughs> because <laughs> well, time dependent. Yeah, everything uh, is time dependent. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But yeah, yeah there'll be something. We're gonna work something out. Something's um, gonna happen. But um, but yeah, so um. If you want to email us, as we said at the start, euphoriapodcast at gmail.com. Or we're on Twitter when we remember to use it, which yeah. is euphoria, uh, euphoria cast. Yeah, we get little, euphoria cast. little notifications when people send us stuff. So we'll keep yeah, our eye on it. Yeah, we're a bit stuffed, like, Mark, but we'll keep, we'll keep, keep doing it. it. I'm going to try and be good during this break and like, yeah. repost a lot of the old ones. So uh, yeah, you can yeah. have a lovely listen back yeah. to um, to all of our ridiculous stories over the last uh, last 12 months now. Yeah, God, we've been yeah, doing has, this yeah. year, haven't we? We have, yeah. How screechy I was in that first one. <laughs> still am. We're still working it out. Still am. Uh, so, Isabel, we're going to end the show and <laughs> this season in the same way we end every show this season with a question. Uh, this week, I'm going to ask you a very simple question, Isabel. Mm-hmm. Isabel, would you like to come back and make season three of Euroforia in a few weeks' time? there we go there we have it everyone thank you so much for listening this season i can't wait to start it all over again in a few weeks we love you so much keep in touch Bye. Bye. bye